0: All right, guys, welcome to the Arsenic Moon podcast where the shadows are illuminated. I'm your host, Wolf, and uh, this is the first official number one uh, episode of the podcast. So on my Facebook page, uh, if you are on there, you'll have seen that uh, the little tidbit called Trust, because I believe that whatever's happening to me right now is part of the greater plan. I know. It's one of those things that's just kind of like, oh, I just got to chalk it up to uh, whatever is out there that's better than me or more powerful than me. And I wanted to challenge that school of thought today. So, you know, trust me, right? I know you've heard that before, and you've probably uh, sorely been let down. And yeah, we're in a world where words are weightless and people grow really busy, and we learn that trust is something that should be guarded and never given away without a high price, you know? Um, example, you know, I'm trying to make plans with a friend, and yeah, 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 I'll call you, we'll do this, we'll do that, I saw them, and then three hours later, I kept waiting and waiting and waiting and never heard from them for dinner, and I'm like, okay, it's like 7.30, it's like 8 o'clock, I'm fucking hungry, like, what are we doing? And sent a red receipt on my messenger and never responded to me. So, I get it. Uh, We forget that we're human beings, not human doings. Uh, We've, in my mind, we've forgotten the passion and lust for life, the little things that we enjoy that bring us happiness. Um, We've lost the excitement in the mundane, even, you know, we've replaced our wonder with worry. It's like a funny joke, trust is, and our hearts have become the punchline. And with all of that material lack of trust, material heartbreak uh, that we find in this current plane of existence that we are in, this material world, we find ourselves in a space of constant distrust. We distrust our own instincts at this point, you know? You walk into a room and you're at a party and you've never met this person before and you feel kind of gross when you're standing next to them and you don't really know why, but you get yourself another drink and you kind of shrug it off and you continue to allow that person into your space. You know, um, you're dating somebody for years and years and years and they aren't fulfilling you. And instead of fixing it or allowing yourself to let go and trust to move on, You're staying in a place of discomfort based off of familiarity, right? So I've been in a place of distrust for a long time. Um, Trust is not easy for me, so the fact that I pulled this card uh, for today's, or excuse me, for this week's uh, card episode um, is really funny. But uh, anyway, I was... uh, my early 20s is when i became aware of my distrust i was very lost um i become more comfortable shape-shifting to be liked than i was comfortable being myself what i mean by that is i'd be in a group of people or around a group of people who you know really weren't my people but you know i'm gonna act like you i'm gonna do what you do and i'm gonna allow myself to be disingenuous to my true nature just so that i can feel liked and i noticed I had been doing that and i know where it comes from now and um not to get all about me and we're not going to get into the the depths of my my psyche on you know why i used to do that but i used to do that to a degree um and uh looking back and even looking back at old pictures of myself i have to say wait that's me you know Uh, i had blonde hair and i wore you know old navy dresses and cowboy boots and you know, I I did the thing to be accepted because I felt like who I was. I didn't trust who I was enough to uh, project that aesthetic that you see now where I'm just like, fuck it. You know, you don't like it, you can totally shove off and keep moving, you know, and you know, it's only grown stronger. That 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 sense of standing in my power and putting down a, a, a border and a barrier and saying no. You are not going to change what I am. You are not going to tell me who I am. And, you know, you don't like the fact that uh, you walk in and you see, you know, occult symbolism or an inverted cross on my wall, then the door is there. You know, um, it's kind of like that meme, you know, if you don't like the fact that I sage, then the sage is working. You know, you don't want to come in because I sage, then it's working kind of thing. Um, Anyway, I was unsure of my purpose. I had stayed in Wilmington. Uh for a dude, and I used college as an excuse to remove myself from my passion. Um, I assimilated to every niche that I could get my paws on because I couldn't trust that I was enough as I am, right? On top of all this, I've got control issues. (laughs) Oh boy, we are just, (laughs) you're learning a lot more about me than you probably expected. So I've got control issues that lead me uh, to an incident that would forever change my life. Uh, real talk, one winter I, I suffered a really bad back injury, severe really, uh, from a horse riding accident. Um, over time it healed, quote unquote. I didn't really do anything with it, I just kind of let it fester. And I mean, I, I did chiropractic work and I did massage therapy and things of that nature, but it only lasted for so long, you know, and then I lost my health insurance. And I uh, wasn't able to receive the care that I needed, so I just kind of let it go. And uh To keep it short, I ended up ceasing to ride horses uh, due to the injury, and I found myself even more unsure of who I was and what my path was. And this pain lay dormant until I was about 28, so about a year ago. uh, My back suddenly foundered, and I was left unable to really do anything mundane. I, I, I literally, you guys, I literally could not even pull my pants up. I'm 28. I'm a mother of a young child. I'm physically, I I should be running and jumping and playing with my kid and like doing things and hiking and I couldn't even pull up my pants. I couldn't even go to the bathroom alone. And on top of all of that, I was a stay at home mom with a toddler who didn't understand. He didn't understand why mommy couldn't play anymore. You know, he didn't understand why I laid in bed and cried because of the pain, you know. And he saw a side of me that I don't think that he knew existed, especially in his little brain, you know. You know, his parents, his mom, his family, they're all superheroes. They don't get hurt. They don't die. They don't... There's no sense of mortality there. So for him to see me in a place of real despair and pain and worry and frustration... um, I think it taught him a lot. And I think that it showed him another facet, obviously, of who his mom is. But anyway, I was stuck. Oh, I forgot to mention all of this, arose after I had a huge spiritual shift the year before. And just before I met one of the most influential people of my life, uh, this person basically grabbed a mirror and she forced me to see my authentic self. Um, and uh, if you're a part of this community, I'm gonna throw her, her, her known name out, uh, Fox. I met Fox and uh, she, she was like, no, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you. This is the situation. It was painful. It was terrifying. I was, you know, I had had a spiritual shift, a little one before that, you know, where I was starting to allow myself to be who I was, but I didn't really know who I was. And that night at the nightfall fair at at a local metaphysical shop, uh, I sat down with Fox and, and she just told me straight up, you know this is the situation, and I said, no, 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 you're wrong, you know. I cried a little because she was right, <laughs> but on the on the surface I was hardened, I was calloused, and I said, oh, okay, yeah, 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 sure, sure, that's cool, and uh, it took me a while to believe it, and I am now learning to allow myself to be my animal, 100%, and allowing myself not to roll over and uh to not be a house pet anymore you know but anyway over time i learned to become more flexible is basically what i'm saying and i'm looking at myself you know <laughs> flexible and looking at myself oh man so my venus is in sagittarius you guys <clears throat> sorry about that um I began to allow my intuition to guide me again, you know. So here I am. I'm beginning to express myself through an aesthetic that most people don't get, but it feels so right to me, you know. And um, I'm listening to music that I've forgotten about. And I am. Or I was. Sorry. I've got my computer up here with my notes, because if I don't, I will literally talk in circles and over-explain things. So, I had my computer up, side note, and had a little notification pop up. It was like, bling, and uh, it distracted me for a minute. But anyway, that's what I've got the bullet bullet points here for. Anyway, I, I found myself digging back into music I'd forgotten about, or in my past I was too embarrassed to admit liking. You know, and um, that right there—the aesthetic, the art that I love, the music that I've come to appreciate and that I've revisited—all of these things, uh, people who see me now see me for who I really am, and that is a huge, huge, huge part of meeting Fox and, and Moon Tribes. Um, it's a huge part of me pulling away from my community and going to the dark side of the moon for about seven months and just just completely you know exiling myself and allowing myself to be comfortable again with who i am Um, and that also comes from you know my partner in crime who has pushed me to be myself and he doesn't let me bullshit, and he challenged challenges me to be what i am without even realizing he's doing it you know so all of these factors are part of me being authentic, right? So I was surrounding myself and also with a group of like-minded people who want me to be me, right? And and it was and it is still excruciating. It's very It's very interesting to sit here and tell you my story about letting go and trusting when I'm still learning how to do it, you know? And I think that Source or Universe or God or you know, whatever you want to worship, um, whatever your spiritual path is, you know, a side note, arsenic moon is not about telling you to be left hand path or to be of the black arts or to be a gray witch or a hedge witch. You can be whatever you want to be. You know, you could be a Reiki master or a Reiki healer or whatever and stumble across my, my, my stuff and say, Oh, something about that is calling to me. I want to listen. Welcome, you know, um, I am about balance. I'm trying to be more about balance, and I'm learning that I need balance, you know, I um, I very much read the Synchronicities, you know, like Carl Jung has one talk once talked about um, synchronicities of day-to-day mundane Um, You know, I used to work in an embroidery shop and uh, a couple weeks ago right when I got back into everything I was seeing horses everywhere hmm, horses are about community, they're about finding your freedom, they're about letting go of the constructs that keep you from being, you know, what you need to be or who you need to be, and I let, the, let the reins loose, and kind of run with everybody for a minute, you know, I was seeing bears, um, I believe, you know, for me it's about balance, and um, you know, deer were another one that I kept seeing, and that's about, you know, being soft with yourself and being true to yourself and genuine and all that. So, all of those things kind of started pulling together, and I was like, oh my God, it's happening again, you know. And the door started opening, and, you know, I started hearing again, seeing again, and feeling again. And it's excruciating as well as being very pleasurable. Um, it's excruciating because it's scary, right? Uh, my back is getting tight again, and I know why. You know, I'm in a, right now, my, my, my home. My den is in a state of um, a house of cards right now. Um, I just got my new place, I had a great job, and two months into that job they laid off a bunch of people and I was one of them. And so now I'm once again at a, a crossroads of, okay, I manifested this, you know, I, I manifested this, this job loss. I. I I kept saying how much I missed my art, I missed my, my community, I missed my, my magic, you know, I missed my spirituality. I don't have time for it anymore. Where is my business going? Where am I? Who am I? I feel like a slave to the grind here. And poof! You know, whatever you want to believe in. Uh, decided they're going to pluck that, or it was going to pluck that. Maybe it was myself, subconsciously. That's kind of how I flow plucking that out of my, my path of in existence. So anyway, here I am, my back's getting tight again. I know that I'm in a new space. I'm allowing myself to be part of a group again, which is scary for me. I've got new friends. Um, I'm entering a space of being a a more full-time mom. And, uh, that's scary because, you know, I I took a big break when I needed it. And so a lot at me at once, and I'm asking myself, my subconscious self is asking my conscious self to trust a lot right now. And had I not gone through what I've already gone through in my life, I would not be able to sit here and say that I know what's happening right now, you know, I don't know, everything's just, you would be like one of the, it, it would be like, excuse me, you've got those friends who... Everything's a problem and everything's negative and everything, well, I just, nothing is going my way and I guess I'll just have to do this forever and, you know, they're manifesting that, right? That's what they trust. They trust the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Sorry. Um, my boyfriend's dog is sitting on the couch next to me and she's dreaming and it's fucking adorable and I just, I can't, her little paws are like, right? So anybody who's listening is a friend of mine. Um. Her paws are moving right now, and she's just adorable. But anyway, um, people—a lot of people, especially modern modern-day society—I think, in, you know, in its lack of spirituality, it's very funny when you look at it because you know, in the Dark Ages there was, you know, very hardline Christianity, and there still is that. Um, but uh, it's either that, which is I'm being punished. <laughs> or I have no spirituality and I'm still being punished, you know. There is very little positive uh, light um, it, on our paths, you know, there's very little illumination. But anyway, uh, I think that a lot of people, myself included, I've done this, I'm human, right, I'm, nothing goes my way, and everything's just difficult, and, you know, I can't trust anybody, and I'm the victim, I'm the victim, and, you know. So I'm trying not to do that this time around, right? Because I've learned, I learned learned a hard lesson, you know, within this last year about victimizing myself and not standing in my power. So one of the most difficult things I've learned is that you can trust, right? And you'll always end up where you need to be and that you can trust that letting go is the reward. Don't say, when I let go, this will be better or when I trust, it'll work out, or I'll be happy when, right? That's the one that Gaia uses a lot at Gaia.com. I'll be happy when. I trust now. I let go now. I'm happy now, right? So trust source. Trust yourself. Release what is heavy, right? As an unrefined empath and an alpha wild woman still coming into my power, it's incredibly difficult for me to let shit go people ties things memories it's been a hard road for me to learn to minimize and expel and exercise um not exercise like on an elliptical but like exorcist exercise my demons exercise the dark that doesn't hold any power for me anymore to stand in a place of power is to let go of some of that weight But it's painful for me to say to people, you're no longer serving my higher purpose. Pack your shit, because I'm a healer. I'm I'm a caretaker. I must look out for those people that are around me, my pack, my friends, my family, and keep them safe, whether they hurt me or not. You know, that's my empath. You know, that's my unrefined empath to say, okay, well, I don't really want to take this phone call because I'm not in a space to talk to this person, but they're calling and I feel obligated. Okay, that's the unrefined empath speaking. Um, But what I've learned is you can't keep your pack safe if you are vulnerable. And you being vulnerable is holding on to all that heavy shit, dude. Okay? Like, you cannot fight off enemies if you're wounded. You cannot effectively lead for very long, anyway, if you're carrying unnecessary weight. Think about it. You are mama bear or you are daddy lion right and you've got this this pride or you've got this you know cub that needs you and well one of them one of them has a hurt paw okay yeah yeah hop on my back i'll carry you and then another one has anxiety and every time every time a storm comes they have to hide okay well here you know I'll, I'll carry the umbrella for you. Come up here with me. And the next go around um, somebody has their heart broken and they just can't think straight. Well, it's okay, I'll make decisions for you. Eventually, you're not leading anymore. You're letting everybody else's bullshit lead you. It's a very there's a very big difference between, yes. I will hold space for you, come into my home. I will um, advise you, or you need an ear, sure. It's a completely different thing to say, I will continue to allow this behavior even though I know it hinders my higher purpose. Okay, you've got a friend who consistently has the same problem over and over and over again. I am working personally, side note, parentheses, I feel like that person a lot of the time, especially with my tribe. And so I'm trying to really work hard on learning how to interpret and to digest my own problems a little bit better. So once again, I don't think that source or universe or, you know, I'm going to say this for a while in this podcast until I can find the right word that's going to convey what I'm trying to mean. We're going to say source. um, But I think that source, whether that's something else or your subconscious source is going to continue to show you things you need to learn about yourself through the teachings you have for others, right So never, ever ever in my podcast, in my you know practice or you know one on one if you're in town and you need to speak with me, am I ever going to sit there on a pedestal and say, I'm snowy white I've done this before you don't know anything let me tell you. It's going to be, actually, it's funny you're here because I had the same problem last week and this is what I did. Or, it's funny you're here because I'm going through it right now too. But anyway, you know, you need to give sources space to allow new and better things to find you. Ideas, things, people, you've got to free your heart. You've got to free your headspace for greatness or even just breathing room. Remember, human being, not human doing. I saw something on Facebook the other day, I just thought about it, it said something about like, clutter is like the physical manifestation of procrastination. And I cannot fucking tell you how true that is. Holy shit, I saw that and I was like, oh my god. And so, (laughs) it was funny because I had just a couple of days prior to seeing that, done kind of a a big with getting rid of stuff, right? And I... I'm not proud of the way I did it. I could have been more, you know, constructive about the way I got rid of some stuff. But point is, it's gone now, and I'm still wanting to do that again. You know, I've got my my big altar with my books and my. It's like a big secretary. It's like an old antique secretary, and like I lacquered it black, and it's got red on it, and it's amazing. But anyway, <laughs> it holds up. All my books and little statues and candles and my baphomet and pictures and my antlers and my mortar and pedestal and little concoctions, powders. Everything is on that, right? And I'm looking at it now, and I just had the thought: it's kind of like a manifestation of my spirituality right now. Um, I am really acting like a sponge. I can't stop buying books. I can't stop reading books, and it's kind of like feeling a little overwhelming which is good that I've got I've restarted the podcast because now I can kind of purge some information and maybe rearrange things but anyway clutter is the manifestation of procrastination and so when you find yourself in a space of existence whether it's material clutter or mental clutter you know that you're putting something off that you need to deal with right I told my boyfriend this uh, the other day, um, right after I got laid off, I was looking around and I opened the closet and it was just a mess. Everything was shoved in there. And I looked at him and I was like, you know, this is kind of like a mirror of my emotional state right now. The apartment looks clean because everything's put away and everything's vacuumed and dusted. But you open a door, you open a drawer, you go into the refrigerator and it's a mess. I'm, I'm pushing something down. I'm hiding something. I'm, I'm avoiding some kind of feeling, Right. So that moves on to listening to your body. Trust. Listen to your body. Okay, you are a celestial fucking being having an awful terrestrial experience, and it's hard. And I don't mean that in a negative way, like awful. I'm saying like we make it awful because it's terrestrial. We want to be free. We want our liberty. We want to do the things that we're passionate about. There is no question about what our purpose is, we question doing our purpose because we have been taught to roll over for so long for society, by religion, by social constructs, by our families, by our you know, our, our our familial karma, right? You know, oh well, Tommy wants to be a musician, but his dad was a lawyer and his dad before him was another lawyer, and he's like a fourth generation lawyer, so he better be a lawyer. What does Tommy do? He goes and he becomes a lawyer. When he wants to bang on bongos in the Amazon and a side note, fucking Amazon, I can't even right now with how upsetting it is to see. And I feel and I am an armchair advocate because it's so overwhelming, what do we do? You know what I mean? The the government, um doesn't well not our government, but you know, Brazilian government doesn't want any interference. They think it's an internal affair, like Hello, like, the overall well-being of the entire fucking planet is dependent on a forest that resides within your man-made boundary, right? Let me get started. But anyway, I lost my train of thought. The point is, um, we're celestial beings having a terrestrial experience, right? You've got aches, you've got pains, you've got worries. They manifest physically for you, for us, for me. It's human. And yeah, it totally sucks sometimes. Pain occurs when something is out of balance. So please do not ignore it. And I'm not a doctor. I know that there are scientific explanations for almost everything. There's something quantifiable. This is my hard this is the hard thing I have about being so spiritual and also being so logistical at the same time. Like, no, alchemy is just chemistry, ancient chemistry. And then the other half of me like, no, alchemy is about putting you know, things in the satchel, and it brings you psychic awareness, so <laughs> I'm constantly at a battle with myself um, with that, but anyway, uh, you know, we, we ignore fires in the forest, or we don't, excuse me, we don't ignore fires in the forest, right, oh, that's where I was getting with the Amazon thing, we don't ignore fires in the forest, right, or defrosting ice caps, right, we get excited about that in a way that's sad, you know, like, oh, God, you know that sharp pain you've got in your knee, that ache in your hand, that headache that just won't go away, your body is telling you to listen. It's begging you, really, if you're impacted by pain. So get into the habit of asking the pain what its purpose is. Now, like I said, I'm not a doctor. There is a medicinal reason for a lot of things. You know, you've got skin problems, check your diet you got skin problems check your dna maybe you need a steroid maybe hey you've got you know weight problems is it your thyroid i'm not saying that everything has a uh, metaphysical uh, remedy but i do know from personal experience even though i have actual physical injuries from you know uh, severe incidences they are my pain is amplified by my spiritual well-being okay so get into the habit again of asking the pain what its purpose is is it there to help you probably literally it's a giant neon sign that says hello you need to fix something in your life so check in with yourself what do you think about when you feel the pain what is it keeping you from doing um you could definitely look into chakras uh chakra work reiki work you know you've got like knee low back pain hello that's your root that's your stability your foundation all that good stuff financial stability um so it's no wonder why i'm having you know tightness in my lower back right now i'm in a space of instability so that's part of that um i I also want to say, too, let go of the veil of control that comes to me, for me, from me, the way I interpret it. The veil of control comes from the physical condition, which comes from keeping a hold of the things that do not serve you. You're not releasing the problems. You're not listening to your body because you're holding on to shit. You're holding on to shit because you have this idea that you have a false sense of control. Because you don't trust you, because you don't trust that you know what's best for you. Holy shit. I just had a moment. Mind blown. So let go of your veil of control. Okay, that's another one I have a problem with. I sometimes... It's gotten a lot better. Trust me. Again my current partner has really helped with that he has taught me another level of patience i did not know that existed my son my little mink is teaching me to appreciate my intuition and to let things flow right so let go of your veil of control something better will come along and i don't want to say that to sound all quote unquote like really cringy love and light love and light's great don't get me wrong but i think that sometimes it gets overplayed you know and when i say this something better so letting go of the veil of control sorry um i don't know if i'm gonna edit this out or be able to edit this out because i was like mid word (laughs) sentence word syllable uh the handle on my refrigerator the freezer door uh broke and i thought i was going to get a phone call like saying hey we're going to be there from this time to." and they just kind of showed up and rang the doorbell and i got really distracted which is fine i'm not going to get upset about it you know veil of control thing but anyway maybe that's a sign for me to wrap this up anyway because uh i've got to be somewhere in about 45 minutes and i still have to you know get clean and all that so What I'm trying to say is, (laughs) I think that the veil of control is what keeps you hindered. And what keeps you hindered is not releasing the things that don't serve you anymore. All of that brings you the lack of trust in yourself. Because you know what's good for you. You are source, okay? This is how I believe. You are source. Your subconscious knows better than you. And being able to tap into that subconscious and let go of the control that the conscious likes to think that you have will bring you more peace in your day-to-day. And I'm sitting here telling you this from a space of true, honest worry. I don't, I'm don't. really not sure how I'm going to make everything work for me right now. Um, I've got a lot at stake right now for me personally, you know. Um, with my business, my home, my finances, because I am still looking for work too, like everybody else in this town. So I'm letting go of forcing myself to look for jobs every second of the day and get on every website and get on every platform and check, 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 check. Because when the right thing shows up, it'll it'll make itself apparent to you. Like when when the right thing is there, it will be apparent to you. That's what I'm trying to say, right? So, for now, I've got what I need, I've got my family, I've got my tribe, and it's all going to work out. So, learn to trust. It's one of the most difficult aspects of spirituality while having our human experiences. How can you learn to trust? What can you change? With all of that being said, I'm going to wrap this up. Honor your shadow. This is the Arsenic Moon Podcast. This is your host, Wolf, and uh, I'll check you later. Have a great week.